Well, you'll learn more than in one week about the house of labor than you will learn in 10 years by the School of Hard Knocks. There's people there that know the history, know what to look for, know where the pitfalls are, where the booby traps are, and how to represent the membership. Because you're, you're a, a, a student there to learn, to take it back to your local union and teach your brothers and sisters in your local union what you just learned. Just don't keep it to yourself. Take it back. You're paying your way to go to school. Take that information back to your membership. Your apprenticeship classes. A guy asked me the other day what advice I'd give to uh, a group of apprentices. And I said, love each other. Don't let them drive a wedge between you guys and gals. Love each other. That won't happen. We've lost some of that. It's called a brotherhood. It's called a sisterhood. And if you stick together, they can't divide you. And the employer's good at dividing people. Politicians are good at dividing people. If we stay divided, we lose. This is the Labor Exchange on KGNU, Boulder, Denver, and Fort Collins. I'm your host, Robert Lindgren, with the Colorado AFL-CIO and Denver newspaper Guild, Local 37074. That was retired labor leader Frank Lay at the top of the show. He attended the first Rocky Mountain Labor School in 1956 and many after. We'll hear more from Frank on a future episode. Today we are talking about the Grace Carroll Rocky Mountain Labor School, a school put on by the State Labor Federations of the Rocky Mountain West. It'll be in Colorado this year at the Colorado School of Mines, uh, July 7th through the 13th. Find out more information by searching Grace Carroll Rocky Mountain Labor School in your favorite search engine. Today our guests are Joe Maloney, president of the Idaho AFL-CIO and member of the IBEW 449 and a big supporter of the school, and Aspen Sear, member of IBEW Local 768 and the coordinator for the school. Welcome to the Labor Exchange. Thanks for having us. Thank you. All right, so first we like to get to know our guests, uh, so we'll start with you, Joe. Can you tell us a bit about yourself? Sure. Um, so I've been in the labor movement since, uh, say, 2009. Uh, it was one of those deals where uh, I was a non-union electrician. Um, my grandfather was a union president for the fitters down in California for years and years. Um, and he always told me, hey, you got to get in the union. And I told Pops, you know, hey, there's no unions in Idaho. And uh, long and behold, you know, he done found IBW Local 291 and 449 for me. Uh, saying, yes, there is, and you need to get in the union. And then, you know, I told Pops, oh, I'll get there, I'll do it, I'll look into it, oh, it's not a big deal. Um, you know, and fast forward into this conversation so I don't take up all your time, but, you know, he ended up passing away. I promised that I'd check into it. I checked into it. Uh, I couldn't believe that the benefits that was offered by uh, the local unions when it comes to the retirement, to the health care, uh, and so I uh, immediately jumped ship. Uh, I worked in the field for about three and a half, four years. Then I came my uh, organizer for the local union for about five or six years. Uh, and then I became president of the AFL-CIO here in Idaho. So that's a, a real quick snapshot of Joe Maloney and uh, um, where, how I become union and, and why I became union. And it, it, it's a funny thing. It gets in my blood. And now, like, I couldn't imagine not being union. 
Yeah, I really like that story, uh, Joe. Um, Aspen, wanted to ask you a little bit um, about yourself. I know you're the fearless coordinator of the school, helping uh, make sure everything runs smoothly. Uh, so uh, Aspen, tell us a little bit about yourself. Sweet. Well, Robert, I'll make this short and sweet, shorter than Joe's story for sure. But became part of the labor movement back in 2016. Uh, became a rep for the International Brotherhood of Local 768 in 2019. In 2023, became the coordinator for Grace Carroll, and that pretty much brings us up to speed on me. Well, uh, any story about how your parents decided to name you Aspen? The only story I ever got was Amanda was already taken. <laughs> so... <laughs> Anyway, I, just, I always look for a Colorado connection in this show because we're a Colorado-based show and Aspen's a good Colorado name. We're talking about the Grace Carroll Rocky Mountain Labor School. Um, do you want to take a stab, Aspen, at, at telling us uh, what that is and maybe the scope of the training? Okay. So Grace Carroll Rocky Mountain Labor School is a week-long school, usually takes place in July of the year. Um it travels between different states each year. Uh, the scope of the courses is actually really cool. We cover everything from labor history, labor law, uh, collective bargaining, communications, some arbitration and grievances, labor leadership. There's, there's just a few of the classes that we offer. Um, I mean, right now, I think we have roughly about 15 different courses we offer every year. Yeah, and I found, um, I've, I've attended twice now, and I found that the quality of the curriculum was really high. There's uh, the leadership um, uh, training class I took this year was with the Chicago Teachers Union. Um, I was actually just out at our MLK um, march and uh, ran into a teacher from Chicago, and we talked a little bit about the, the really positive nature of that local where her son had her hat, uh, Chicago Teachers Union hat on a flight, and then someone said, uh, hey, where'd you get that hat? And he said, my mom gave it to me. And he said, well, your mom must be a badass. Um, anyway, I just thought oh, there when you look at some of the uh, uh, professors we have, um, they're um, really uh, the cream of the crop uh, of these labor educators. And for folks who check us out on the podcast, we have Dr. Erica Wills, who's the labor history uh, professor. Um, Joe, I wanted to ask you, um, and Joe Maloney, uh, president of the Idaho AFL-CIO, uh, what's your first memory of the Grace Carroll Rocky Mountain Labor School? Funny story. Uh, first memory was... Uh... I got into office uh, as the AFL president and then was told about a month after this in this February time frame that I'd be hosting Grace Carroll Rocky Mountain Labor School in Idaho in June, by the way, and here you go. Uh, I'd never been to the school yet. I didn't know anything about it. Uh, luckily for me, my uh, office manager at that time had been in Aspen's position and knew everything about it for the most part. So I, I just got to showboat and just show up and then learn everything myself and fell in love with it, fell in love with the teachers, fell in love with the atmosphere. Um, and since then, I've just been addicted to it and trying to learn something every year from it. Well, and, and I wanted to ask you about that atmosphere because one of the, one of the, the participants um, 
uh, mentioned that last year when they were just talking amongst themselves, uh, um, she had mentioned um, it felt like coming home. Um, and just if you want to talk a little bit about the solidarity or the feeling of togetherness that, that happens at the Grace Carroll Rocky Mountain Labor School. I think one of the beauties of Grace Carroll for us, especially in the, you know, the Mountain West where we're, you know, we're, we're smaller states of statute for the most part. Um, we, we don't see other locals as much, um, you know, we, in, you know, the IBW, you get focused on your own local and your own issues and your own, what you need to do and how you're going to survive in your own local and that fight that you're fighting in your own local. Uh, and then, and then when you go to the school, you realize that everybody else is still doing kind of the same fight, but yet you've got Ask Me, and you've got uh, AFT, and you've got you know all these different unions. I mean, IATSE. IATSE is one of the I mean one of the most intriguing unions that I got to meet and and learn about. Their contract is so uh, in depth that I'm like, man, I would not want to bargain that contract. But like, this is where like those people need to have this schooling. To, to bargain a contract so in depth, like this, this, it would be crazy not to, to go to the schooling and try to bargain that contract, in my opinion, like, um, but, and, and so in the, in the camaraderie, like you just learn, you just get friends from all around the state, states around us. And it's, it's just great to have. Well, and I think you hit on something too. Uh, as someone who bargained a contract before I took the uh, contract bargaining class, <laughs> definitely felt like I, uh, probably should have had some of those skills in advance of that, that first bargaining session. Right. Um, right. And it, it, it's amazing. And, and, you know, and then we're trying to, you know, step our school up and get a few more different classes. We're going to look at trying to do a couple more classes this year, possibly, but um, you know, it, it's, it's all of us together fighting the same fight and you realize that you're not alone and it's, it's just good atmosphere to, you know, meet sisters and brothers from around the Rocky mountains. And it's grown big enough that hell we met sisters from Canada, Minnesota, New York last year. So uh, who knows what we're going to get this year. Um, and it's, it's just, it's just a great atmosphere. And we're um, talking today about the Grace Carroll Rocky Mountain Labor School, which is coming to the Colorado School of Mines in July. If you want more information about it, just simply uh, search for it in your favorite search engine, Grace Carroll Rocky Mountain Labor School. It pops right up. Um, uh, Aspen, last year's uh, school was in Butte, Montana, or Butte, America, as they say there. I asked a lot of locals, and the best answer I got was it's because Butte is that important. I was going to ask from last year's school, do you have any memories or, or thoughts uh, from the, that stuck out to you? All in all, uh, 2023, the school was awesome. But some of the things that stick out the most was, I guess we went on a labor tour of Butte and got to see everything from the first miners hall uh, there to uh, Frank Little's grave and getting to see the history around Butte. Uh, well, the labor history around Butte, I should say, was probably one of the best memories. And I think everybody enjoyed being able to do that and learning more of the history. 
Yeah, that was um, one of the the spots from last year that really stuck with me going out to Frank Little's grave and a lot of folks were leaving challenge coins or their union buttons. And I, I happened to leave one of ours and and a couple of friends later that summer uh, took pictures of it and said, hey, someone's been here <laughs> and just that connection. Um, I wanted to ask you more logistically, though. Um, Many, many people I talked to highlighted that as one of their uh, one of their um, uh, really positive things about being at, at Butte, this uh, historical tour we took with some really talented uh, tour guides. What was it like to deal with the logistics of all the roads being closed in Butte for a music festival and having to rent two gigantic buses and, and figure out how you were going to get all these people uh, out to these uh these historic places. What was it like to, to put that together? Honestly, the Butte community is pretty awesome. And the tour guides there um, actually helped us arrange it. And that's part of the community right there in Butte that they, they see the importance in the history and being able to have Grace Carroll Labor School tour those different sites. So really, that's it wasn't that difficult because of the community that we were in. That's great. And it, it definitely sets a high bar, the, the Butte School for us here in Colorado to put on that, that world-class labor education event and, and connect it to, you know, our history here, um, very closely tied to the, the same hard rock mining. Yeah. One of the highlights that I had this year, though, I'm going to piggyback off this question you get to ask because I really like this question. And one of the highlights for me was the Northern Lights and watching everybody in solidarity climb that mountain and go up there or even drive up the mountain and try to take, you know, see the lights, but couldn't quite see it. But then they took pictures and the pictures from their phones, you could see the Northern lights and just seeing everybody's eyes from like the lower 48 that never get to see that kind of stuff, you know, Colorado, Nevada. And, and for them to see that it was, it was pretty epic for a lot of those folks to see that and be a part of that too. I think that was a really cool thing that happened in that school this year. Yeah, and there were so many uh, points where folks were able to make those connections. Um, we had an, a wonderful dinner at a Chinese restaurant that's the oldest in America, and there's uh, just some cherished memories there. And it's the stuff that happens in the in-between. You're in the classes, you're learning really well, um, but then there's that that connection that happens in the space between. And I think you hit on that. Yeah. And I had never seen the Northern lights before. I also didn't know I was supposed to take fancy pictures. So I was just like, I can see it. I can see it a little bit, a little, little bit. My question for you, Joe, is why should someone come to the Grace Carroll Rocky Mountain Labor School? Well, I mean, here, here's the thing. It's more, why would you not? I mean, education is power. And if you want to be a powerful player, powerful leader or a leader period, it's the best place you can spend 700 bucks and get so much power or knowledge to be a better person for your membership. Um, I look at it as, as you're a fool if you don't, in a sense. And in my opinion, if you don't want to do that, like you say, mm, I already know this, or I don't want to, I, I, I don't need this. Um, you're just telling me that you're just kind of naive to thinking you know everything that you already know and not just being a true leader, because a true leader wants as much power and knowledge they can ever get. Well, and I, I wanted to ask you too, one of the things that I think is another spot where folks come together at the Grace Carroll Rocky Mountain Labor School is, is the graduation ceremony where they get a certificate um, uh, that 
that a lot of folks uh, frame and put on their wall. Um, they keep it there to remember that. What do you think is the importance of coming together at the end of this, you know, long, in some ways grueling, uh, you know, the, the classes are hard, I'm not going to lie. So when they come back together to celebrate that and, and any thoughts uh, you might've had around that, Joe? Well, I mean, here's the, here's the thing about that is like, you have to look at it, you know, this is the labor movement and a lot of us don't have a college education or even gone to college for that matter. A lot of us don't even know what dorm living is actually like. I know I, I don't know what that's like until I came to this school. And so this is a week where we get to actually be like college students and, you know, be like the movies and stuff and, and try to be, you know, college kids in a sense and, and do some cool stuff. Um, and this is where, you know, at the very end, that's our graduation. That's our certificate. And it's also where we can be, you know, get our last chance to get, you know, somebody's phone number, somebody's email so we can, keep in contact with that person for the lifelong of, of our, our lifetime. Well, and I, I wanted to ask uh, you, Aspen, um, one of the things that happened at that graduation ceremony was that uh, a group came over and, and led uh, everyone in, a, in uh, a rendition of Solidarity Forever. What was the feeling like when folks came together at times like that? You know, the moment that... Uh those members, union members came together and did it, it really, you know, brought that sense of solidarity together. Everybody was doing it. It wasn't, you know, planned out or anything like that. It was just students that were attending that were like, hey, I heard in the past that there was singing labor songs every morning. And, you know, due to some of the changes with instructors, which happens, um, that didn't happen this year. And that's why they decided to put do that at graduation, really. It was just, I don't even know the word to describe how it felt just to see everybody come together on their own. And I don't think there was one person in that room that was not singing at that time. So it was pretty cool. Yeah, so many organic uh, moments that happened happened there. Um, I wanted to ask, we'll start with Joe on this one. Um, a more general question, what do you think is unique about the Rocky Mountain West um, and uh, as, a, as a region, as, as a place that I grew up in, and I believe both of you grew up? Oh, well, you know, I mean, a lot of us are considered the flyover states, right? Um, some of us aren't, aren't you know, Colorado's not quite as flyover as Idaho in a sense, and Utah in a sense, and sometimes Montana and, you know, Arizona's getting some traction. So, you know, we're, we're the smaller states where, you know, the, the big players aren't really so interested into us, uh, think that we're weak, think that we don't have knowledge or power, um, and, and shame on them for thinking that um, because we're, we're, we're growing a lot of knowledge and power and strength and uh, making our voices heard. And, you know, at that school, it just it just uh, makes it even better and stronger. Yeah, that's great. As we look at the states, I think I have them all written down. It's Arizona, Montana, Utah, Idaho, Wyoming, Colorado, New Mexico, and Nevada. Um, with that group of states, um, what do you think we can do as as a region to build the labor movement? And I'll go to you, Aspen, for that one. You know, to building the labor movement, I think, you know, coming together as one, um, learning from each other, 
all play a large part in it. And I'm going to go back to this whole Grace Carroll Rocky Mountain Labor School. I mean, besides the educational part, the courses that we sit through during the day, taking the time to really get to know our brothers and sisters from other states, other unions, uh, really gives us the ability to talk about what everybody's facing, uh, the real life, real life successes, challenges, um, best practices. And if we can build off of each other, I think, you know, the sky's the limit. We're going to keep growing, keep becoming more uh, stronger, more solidarity as a whole. I think our state can just keep going. Yeah. And also just wanted to get your feel in Aspen about uh, what it was like to be on campus in Montana and have that um, that that feeling of solidarity in a place where we are all in in one space, not spread out and not, uh, you know, not taking classes by Zoom, taking classes down the hall and and sort of the physical nature of everyone being together. You know, uh, the solidarity is definitely strong when we're all in one place, but it expands beyond just Grace Carroll. I mean, I've gone to conferences or other meetings and I've, I've ran into people that I didn't know before 2023's Grace Carroll School. Um, and they're like, hey, weren't you there? Or it's just those memories and building those long lasting relationships. Um, I mean, going before 2023, I went to Grace Carroll back in 2019 it was the first time I met Joe. Um, and I mean, I still talk to him to today, obviously, but those relationships just keep building and they don't go away, whether we're in a different state or a different union. Yeah, I really like that. And I didn't realize you were at 2019. That was my first Grace Carroll Rocky Mountain Labor School as well up in uh, Wyoming. And um, I just remember those uh, big, big classrooms uh the professor who um who was teaching the labor history at the time got a standing ovation each time we we ended ended those um uh conversations uh, joe i want to go to you uh why is it important that we include labor history in this we have a lot of stuff that's real technical labor law one and two contract costing those sorts of things why do we have the labor history aspect of it well i mean history repeats itself does it not most of the time so i guess the better we know the history then we're a step ahead of uh when it comes to repeat itself and bite us in the ass i mean it's one of those things where we uh uh we need to not create the wheel every dang time something happens in a sense and pay attention to history every once in a while and uh, just move forward faster instead of recreating that wheel yeah. And I also wanted to mention, uh, Joe, you, uh, Joe Maloney, uh, president of the Idaho AFL-CIO, big supporter of the Grace Carroll Rocky Mount Labor School, which is what we're talking about today. Um, wanted to mention, like, what was the importance of humor during Grace Carroll? You were in charge of our briefs uh, in the morning. You know, everyone's coming in, maybe a little not quite ready, uh, a little or, little too early for some folks. Other folks have been up for hours because, you know, they're tradespeople. You can't, can never, can never beat a trades, trades person to, to a meeting. Uh, but uh, I had to learn that uh, pretty quick. But yeah, what was the importance of humor during Grace Carroll? Well, I mean, there's always humor in everything you do. Like, uh, you know, if, if you're having fun, you're learning. If you're not having fun, you're not learning. If you're closed-minded and not having fun, what good is it to you? But if, if you're having fun, the willingness and laughing and having a good time, 
you'll get so much more out of it. So, and, and there were, you know, here's the thing, we're there to bond and get to know each other. And the best way to do that is through laughter and joy. And, um, you know, it, it, would, it does get serious, right? Some of the conversations get serious and some of them get a little heated at tense. But, you know, when it's all said and done, we, need to, we also need to have that laugh, that joke, and have that beer and making sure that we're still brothers and sisters at the end of the day and, and doing this for the right reasons. Yeah, that's great. I want to uh, uh, kind of piggyback on that and talk to Aspen about it. Like one of the things that I think is pretty uh, interesting about my conversations with folks who were at the school um, was that it did force folks to talk uh, to fo- to people when maybe their po- politics don't always align. Although I think I th- a lot of people found that they they really did have a lot more commonality. But like, what what is that like at the school where people who you know, come from different trades, different unions, different parts of the country come together um, as one. I mean, we all show up to Labor Soul to to learn, but one thing is everybody that's there, we all have something in common. We're all a member of a local, member of a union. Um, and we all go to work. Right. So if we all find something in common, we can all have those conversations and really bringing us all together is learning that. That's great. Um, And we are getting towards the end of our conversation. I'm going to start with you, Joe, and just ask if there's anything that we haven't covered that you think um, that you'd like to get out there for our listeners or for folks who might be interested in this labor school. Well, I'll tell you what, if you're interested in the labor school, if you're interested in, in, in labor in general, uh, it, it's a week worth your time that you, you won't ever forget. And the knowledge, like I was telling earlier, knowledge is power. Uh, it depends on the power that you want to be and what you want to do with it. Uh, true leaders lead by example in a sense, too. Um, so, you know, that's why I'm always at this and I always go to the classes and I'd be a part of it every time. Um, I think that one of the things I'd like to, to say, too, is just, the camaraderie that you get there um, when you're talking about issues that happen in Colorado, uh, instead of redoing the same thing, you can, you can take Colorado's model and, and, and tweak it a little bit so it works in Idaho or works in Wyoming. And those are the conversations, too, that, that are priceless for our membership uh, if we're, if we're going to start winning uh, contracts and things uh, that help our members out. Yeah, thank you for that, Joe. And then to you, Aspen. Aspen's the coordinator for the Grace Carroll Rocky Mountain Labor School. She really does a lot of the logistics and back-end work and a lot of the the real difficult work of making sure it, it runs very smoothly. Any final thoughts uh, here as we wrap up our conversation? I think anybody, you know, that wants to do more for their union, their local, uh, the labor movement as a whole, should definitely consider coming to Grace Carroll. Um, The school itself has great curriculum. And if you come with a plan to learn, I mean, you're going to come out of that school with so much more than just the curriculum education. Um, Really, it's you get out of the school what you want. So come with a plan to learn, build those relationships, network, and you'll come out so much further ahead. Yeah, thank you so much for being on the Labor Exchange, Aspen. Thank you. 
And thanks for being on the Labor Exchange, Joe. Hey, I appreciate it, Robert. And I also want to do a shout out. Aspen, thank you for everything you do for the school. She is a key role play of the school. Without her, we would look really silly. So I do appreciate Aspen and all the listeners to this. Know that Aspen is a key role for the school. Not only that, but our members are too. So uh, thanks for coming and being supporters of Grace County Rocky Mountain Labor School. All right. Thank you both so much. This has been The Labor Exchange on KGNU, Boulder, Denver, and Fort Collins. I've been your host, Robert Lindgren, with the Colorado AFL-CIO. Today, we've been talking about the Grace Carroll Rocky Mountain Labor School with Joe Maloney, president of the Idaho AFL-CIO and member of the IBEW, and a big supporter of the school, as well as Aspen Sear, coordinator for the school and also a member of the IBEW. The school is in Colorado this year at the Colorado School of Mines up in Golden. Uh, it's going to be from July 7th through July 13th. Make sure to find out more by searching Grace Carroll Rocky Mount Labor School in your favorite search engine. This has been the Labor Exchange. Oh,